Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. On today's episode, I have a very special guest, Christina Mand Lakiani. She is an international speaker, entrepreneur, artist, philanthropist, and mother of two, and the co-founder of Mind Valley. And she joins us on the podcast today to talk about her brand new book, Becoming Flossome. My interview with Christina was incredible. Her energy, her wisdom, her calmness, her insight into how to show up as your authentic self from a place of being flossome, being imperfectly authentically you. I know that you will love this podcast. And at the end, Christina is going to tell us how we can get her book. And I will be sharing the links below this episode in the show notes. Sending you all the high vibes. Enjoy. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. I am joined today with my very special guest, Christina Mand Lakiani. And I am so excited to have her on the podcast today because she is going to talk about all her brand new book called Becoming Flossom. And what an amazing conversation to have, not only about Christina and her experience and her history and all the wisdom that she has to share with the world, but specifically for you guys, for my audience who are on a transformational journey yourself. So welcome, Christina, to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me and special thank you for for um, saying my name so correct without even asking how to say it properly. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> Plus, I've been following you for a little while. So I know a, a bit about, you know, your background, your past, your other books as well. And so like I'm fangirling a little bit about having you on here. Um, and I just want to dive right in because I know this is really something that you're focused on right now, getting the word out, getting your message out to all of the humans um, and specifically my people who are going through their transformational journeys right now. I know they will love your book, but also, you know, your whole message about transformation, about being your unique self and all of the things. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure. And I, yes, I think it's an important message that I, I want to share with my book. So thank you for giving this platform. Of course. So why don't you just start telling um, everybody about the book, the idea, how it came to be. Um, I know a lot of it has to do with your own personal history. So I'm sure this is near and dear to your heart. Um, and how you know that this is going to be something that will be helpful to a lot of women who are struggling right now. So uh, as a backstory, I have been uh, doing personal growth and transformation for 20 years, but most of this time I was uh, an entrepreneur. Uh, So helping other authors and speakers to get their messages across. So why I wrote the book was because uh, over these years, I've seen so much of what's happening in our industry that I guess sometimes uh, jokingly, I say this book is the cry for help. 
uh, a lot of the times, you know, uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So uh, the inspiration behind this book is definitely my my own experience. But uh, I have to also be very straightforward that this book is not about me. It is a journey for every person who picks it up. Uh, and um, the initial idea was to write a book about finding your path back to you. Uh, and this is something which uh, which pretty much every human being at one point um, ends up needing. Uh, we we get lost in our life. You know, we do things. We we get busy. We we're so busy that we don't even slow down. We don't stop to to wonder who am I and what am I doing and where am I going. So. Uh, Previously, we used to call it uh, midlife crisis. Nowadays, we call it a lot of different things. Uh, but uh, I, I think this idea of um, of getting to know yourself after you have lost yourself is uh, is probably relevant to to all human beings. So that's that's the main reason why I wrote the book. <laughs> That's amazing. And I think you're right. I don't think we even call it a midlife crisis anymore because it can happen at really any point in time. And I think just over the last few years, that has sped that up for a lot of us. So I think this message is really important and relevant right now to everybody in the world. Um, I would love for you to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the different parts in the book that are relevant to um, those who are looking to even just let's start with just starting, like just having that initial awakening, like, hey, maybe I'm not fully showing up as the person I want to be, or maybe I'm not on the right path. Mm. Uh, well, I believe since your audience probably is a little more <laughs> more knowledgeable than just beginning, uh, most people who who find podcasts to listen, who find their teachers to follow, they, uh, they're already on the path. So they already start asking questions. And my, uh, my usual gut feeling is that if you're here, there's a reason. Uh, there, there, something, something must have brought you here. If you hold my book, there's a reason why you picked it up. If those red flags uh, somewhere, uh, maybe in the per peripheral vision only, and you don't, you're not aware of that. But very often we know, we know that we have a problem. We might not uh, acknowledge it. We might not uh, even prioritize it enough to work on it, but we always know it. Uh, I actually trust uh, people's wisdom much more than than is customary. So uh, where to start? Awareness is the most fundamental skill in personal growth and transformation. Everything starts with awareness. And you did mention that word. So I'm sure it's not a new thing. But uh, awareness is definitely the thing to, to start practicing. And then you will start noticing things. I don't need to tell you that you've lost yourself. You would know that. Or, or you would be very true to yourself and you'd know your values and you'd never compromise what's important to you and then you'd know that you're not lost. So for those who feel that there is a reason why they ended up listening to that, uh, keep practicing awareness. But one twist that I would suggest is while you do that, try to replace your judgment with curiosity, no matter what you are finding out. Mm -hmm. That's going to make the journey much more smooth and fast. I love that. I love that. And it goes back to, you know, even just the title of your book. So Flossom, do you want to explain what your definition <laughs> is of the word Flossom? So I like to consider Flossom, being Flossom as being aware and uh, knowledgeable of your imperfection, but also being at peace with that imperfection. But then what makes someone Flossom is that you know that you're imperfect, but you also know that that's what makes you so damn cool. 
<laughs> your imperfection. Uh, so that's that's a very generic uh, definition of, definition of being flawsome. But uh, on a more philosophical note, I think uh, every person has to have their own definition of what it means to be flawsome for them. The same way we uh, cannot define what it means to be authentic for everyone. You know, you only you know what it means to be truly you. So only you know what it means to be truly imperfectly awesome in your in your version. That's so true. Being imperfectly perfect or imperfectly you is really the only way that we can stand out. I think if we're all trying to be perfect or whatever that version of that society tells us, wouldn't it be really boring? Like we would all literally be the same person and that would not be very much fun or authentic. You know, if it was uh, boring, it would be half the problem. The problem is that it probably would be very scary. (laughs) I, I don't think Could imagine. a very functional society. <laughs> Just a bunch of zombies walking around trying to be so perfect. This is a very correct word, even if these zombies are immaculately clean and beautiful to look at. That's right. And so I love this particular conversation for my audience of women. As you know, my podcast is called High Vibe Weight Loss. So it's women who are in their own personal transformation to release the weight to create this different version of themselves, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally on this journey to become the truest expression of themselves. How would you talk to somebody who is on a weight loss journey being told like, it's okay to be flossom and be in growth and change? Uh, so I have to, I have to say very honestly that, um, you know, nutrition and fitness and and weight are not exactly my strength. I don't uh, talk about those topics and I don't research them a lot. So I I wouldn't uh, venture probably to bring examples from there very much. But uh, when it comes to being flawsome, there is always this uh, little fear that, but what if I love myself the way I am? Is that going to make me want to change? And that's a huge... um, that's a huge distortion of how things actually work, uh, a distortion that a lot of us buy into. Uh, our society is fascinated with the idea that you have to actually, you know, you have to actually experience pain to want to change. Uh, we we believe in uh, growth through, uh, well, I would say through resistance, through punishment, through, through, through fear. Um, so, of course, the idea of being flawsome is a completely opposite type of paradigm where you actually... Uh, to start any journey of transformation, you uh, accept yourself the way you are, you uh, value yourself the way you are, you are grateful for yourself the way you are. And that opens up the door to transformation. And I think the easiest analogy to describe how it works would be uh, a navigation device. Um, If you want to go to I like to say to Paris, <laughs> because everybody wants to go to Paris. Uh, you can put it in the navigation device. I want to go to Paris. But unless navigation device knows where you start from, it won't give you the journey. And very often we are so uh, obsessed with the idea of Paris that we uh, completely ignore the fact that your path to that destination is going to be defined by your starting point. And we're so not content with our starting points. We're so, you know, enamored with the idea of Paris that we're actually denying ourselves the true chance to make that journey. It very often just stays in the realm of uh, imagination because navigation device will not work unless you 
unless you are very certain what your point A is, where you start from. Yes, that's beautifully said. I love that. We all have a destination that we are wanting to get to, but we need to be very mindful of where we're starting and and that journey and that path. If I'm paraphrasing what you were just saying correctly. Yeah, and you you, you mindful is is the beginning and the same with your flawlessness. It's it's the beginning to know, to look at yourself in the mirror and to actually see it the way it is and not the distortion of uh, of what you see in the mirror and talking on that topic by the way do you know that research and you probably do know uh shows that 80 percent of women are discontent with what they see in the mirror even and it has nothing to do with how they look um and um so that's just step one then that the, that's the step one that starts you on the journey because the next step is to uh is, is to come to peace with what you have here because what you have here is the result of of your life's journey in a way uh and then uh coming to peace with the fact that you are imperfect salvador dali says that or said sorry said that uh, if you're afraid of uh, perfection don't because you will never achieve it <laughs> perfection is this dangling carrot <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of cool but it's uh it's not an achievable destination so it's it's uh, coming to peace with your imperfections um, and not just coming to peace with your imperfections, but having the courage to look at them and ask yourself, am I going to let it be my curse or will I make it my blessing? I love that. How would you make your, your imperfections a blessing? Uh, it... it yeah, it's a journey, you know. I wouldn't be able to answer it in five minutes because there's no magical tip. No, <laughs> there, there are no magic pills at all, and there are no recipes in life. You know, life, if anything, it's full of contradictions and it's unpredictable. And what works for you today won't work for you tomorrow. And uh, you know, five years from now, you might need completely different things. That's the beauty of life. It's a dance. You might know know the steps. But to do the dance, you have to listen to the music. You have to be aware of your partner, of the of your surroundings. So that's how life works. So when it comes to uh, coming to peace with your imperfections or turning them into your blessings, uh, it is a journey that you have to take, and it's not going to be just one, you know, step out of <laughs> out of the. I mean, out of your house, it will be a journey which will take you through the forest and over the mountain and who knows where, and probably into the cave with a huge dragon in it. Uh, but uh, the journey requires certain skills, which I talk about in my book. It requires definitely the skill of um, dealing with your unpleasant emotions, with your discomfort, because we haven't been taught that skill. And it will be very handy. It will be a lifesaver. Uh, it will require a lot of self-honesty, Some a topic which seems so simple on the surface. But if you knew all the ways how brain lies to us, <laughs> even, that, even that statistics that we don't like what we see in the mirror, 80% of us, how is that even normal? Obviously, what we see, our life is a is an elaborate illusion. So just, just learning to be honest with yourself and learning to be honest in a way which is not going to traumatize you even further. Uh, that's that's a skill. Then you need uh, you need kindness on this journey, because without kindness, you're just going to uh, dig yourself deeper and you definitely need courage. And these are the things that uh, I talk in my book and I um, hope that it's going to help people to uh, to do this journey back to themselves. 
Yes. Kindness and courage. I love how you mentioned that from an inner state of being. We, a lot of times we think about being kind to others, being courageous towards others, but doing that for yourself, I think is, is what you're alluding to. And um, I'm sure part of what you talk about in the book. You touched upon a very serious topic, which would require another deep discussion, because uh, when it comes to relationship with the self, uh, there's another huge uh, distortion in our society. We think that it is selfish and egoistic. And uh, we are afraid that we won't know the boundaries, how much is enough. Uh, mm-hmm. And we very often, because it's so intangible, you know, self-love is not ritualistic by nature. If you compare it to raising a child, you know, you have to take care of the child, feed them, dress them, uh, give them shelter. But loving a child is something completely different. So the same with self-love. It's so easy to understand self-care because it's tangible, it's ritualistic. You can make a plan, you can work harder. But how do you work harder on loving yourself more? And that's why, because we don't understand what it is, we prefer not to not to waste time that's right and we don't actually go there well I could go here and everywhere with you for the next however long but um I just want to give you one last chance if there's anything else that you want to mention particularly about the book um how everyone can go out and get the book and uh, before you do that I just want to say thank you again for the work that you do for putting out this content in the world to help shift not only um, people's perspectives but also really help to transform their lives by being able to put this work into practice so thank you so much Thank you so much for your kind words. And yes, if it's my last chance, I will say buy my book. <laughs> because that's 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 the thing that every author wants, of course. But if you want to get my book, then the best place to get it is on Mindvalley website. Because Mindvalley, in, on our website, it comes with um, a free program uh, on self-love. <laughs> the topic which we, we touched briefly. Uh, and uh, since mid of June, it's uh, available on all the bookshelves in the bookstores in US so it's amazing (laughs) so go out and get the book everybody I will put the link below to the Mind Valley store so you can get it there or go to your local bookshop and support locally thank you very much again for being on the podcast today I appreciate it and take care take care and bye if you love what you're learning on the podcast you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.